and welcome to We Are Live. Is this thing on? Are we doing this today? Or <laughs> I was, was, uh, was going to say, did, did it freeze? <laughs> uh, now our listeners at home are probably like, what did these dumbasses do this time? Mm -hmm. Welcome to We Are Live. We are live. Thank right? you for the love of Jesus. My name is Chris Dedman. That's Travis Terrell. We are here at the Midcoast Studios in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri, in the Dot Zach building. Travis, you can da, check da, us da, out da, 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 Zach, online da, 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 Zach. at radio.com It's a website that's regularly updated these days. I know oh. we were going on uh, two and a half to three years of uh, little to no updates, but uh, it's updated daily now. You can check out uh, weareliveradio.com for daily blog posts. Text in and call in if you're watching live. If you're not watching live, uh, you want to leave a funny message for Travis, 314-669. Nice. Oh. One four three one oh. is the number. If you want to remain anonymous, if you're streaming on Facebook, drop us a comment. We'll read it on the show. We're having some fun. Good morning, my walnuts. We're happy to be here. It is comedy day, free comedy Thursday at Southtown Pub, like we do every Thursday. Eight o'clock is whenever that gets rocking and rolling. Tree Sodor, Andy Hamilton, Shondon, the comedian. He's got a name. I need a. I need a no. show business name. No, you don't. Can't know. No, you have to be Denny Dins. You have to the be podcaster. Have to be like a creative. Uh, you have to be an influencer. You have to I'm be on the most popular that, podcast broadcasting from this studio right now. I'm pretty no, creative. I don't know. I saw the ratings for the OG Hour, and it looked very, very good. <laughs> very good. Matt Whitener, Dale Ferguson, and Hall of Famer Orlando Pace. I think having an NFL Hall of Famer on your podcast is cheating. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, Daryl and Matt. I keep threatening to fire back with Isaac Bruce, and they're like, not this year. Uh, it's just... <laughs> It's not fair that you just can walk in with an NFL Hall of Famer, a college football Hall of Famer, and mm -hmm. perhaps one of the greatest offensive linemen in the history of the sport. Yeah. And you get to use that as your leadoff. All yeah. we have is a crusty silverback alien invader freak of a producer mm -hmm. by the name of Christopher This is Travis's anxiety taking over. He can't stand Gardner. that it hasn't been moved over to Gardner yet. It hasn't. Ha! Good morning, gentlemen. How's that coloration on his face, Trav? And good morning, Walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sack up, Walnuts. What's uh, going on? That is that is David Hasselhoff. If he was a uh, if he lived in San Diego, that's what I think. That's he would David. Look like. That's David Hasselhoff. If instead of uh, patrolling the beaches, they did like a, a what do you what's the movie with Tom Hanks with Wilson? Uh, Castaway. 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 They did a Castaway situation. Where Hasselhoff floated out on his surfboard mm. into a, onto a Pacific island out in the middle of nowhere, except there were troves of cigarettes and fatty foods. <laughs> I probably could have recreated high, high salt content foods. So rude. Um, and uh, but there was no real need or want. There's no way to exercise really. You just no. gotta hang out. And Hasselhoff's alive and well. They know. They show up. He's just lounging. He's like, I'm good. If you guys want to not come back. I could have recreated Hasselhoff's hamburger video probably about six or seven years ago. Jesus. Mm. I think we've all had that hamburger moment. Yeah. It was really funny. All the people were like, oh, how pathetic, all that. I'm like, you guys haven't lived. Until you ever woken up? Moment. You haven't lived. With KFC mashed potatoes and Ooh. chicken legs on your chest? Mm -hmm. That's good eating. While you're sleeping on a friend's floor? I've had a fat What's white your... woman on my chest eating chicken and mm. mashed potatoes. And... What's your best... Uh... 
wake up with food on you story, Travis, or KFC related story. You can take either path. No, man, and like having the dice grilled onions from White Castle stuck in mm. your hoodie as you passed out on the couch from the previous night. Mm. It is never a great feeling because your dumb ass is looking around like, who cooking? Hey, man, who cooking at four in the morning? It's mm. your dumb ass because you got all the damn grill and oil on your neck because you fell asleep on top of your crave case. Work, worst, <laughs> worst thing to work, wake up to that or the fire alarm and a smoky uh, house from the pizza mm. being in the oven for three hours. That's pretty, pretty bad. You have a lot of stories of you leaving pizzas and no, 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 no. Roommates have. I have oh, not. okay. I have not. Okay. Yes, correct. <laughs> and that's just about as bad. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of self-loathing involved with that. A lot of uh, stupidity. A lot of uh, not so smart. You ever left the cardboard under the pizza accidentally? Yeah, I've done that sober. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. And why won't this crust get hard? <laughs> the top is well cooked. Because you left the cardboard mm, underneath it. That's what happens. Uh, if you want to be part of the fun today, we do fair foul like we do every day. We'll give you ten bucks to Southtown Pub. You can come use that at comedy tonight. Can you not say it like if that? You can you what? not say? Why do you disrespect fair foul like that? I don't understand. Like fair foul gave us these lights, gave us those cameras, gave us Chris Gardner. Uh, tech Electronics actually oh. made that happen. They're a wonderful <laughs> tech company right here. In but St. I was Louis, talking Missouri. to the CEO to of Joe, Tech Electronics. Shout out to Joe Dorsey, Tony Badamo, and all the great folks at. Tech Electronics. Joe Mark and I were having food at Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Oh, you can. You, uh, this th- your... Because we were going to scurry on over. Oh, oh, wow. Hey, how about that? Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Guess what, boys and girls? It's going to be a nice, crisp 39 degrees here in St. Louis, Missouri. So if you're about town and you're looking for some great exclusive Hawaiian food, focus in on it. Focus in on it. Make sure you check out Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you guys see why I do the live reads? <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> Not only was that poorly read, there was some racial connotation mixed in there. So where do you get your Chinese food? Oh. Gardner, cut that off. Nope. Edit All it out. Live, live tag. Uh, Tagged the Asian Association of That St. was Louis. by accident. It was absolutely by a- It was not meant to come out like that. Oh. That was totally on accident. Eee, that is. Buzz's mm. Hawaiian Grill. Mm. Aloha. Did you mean glue? Mm. Yeah. So when you get to Masubi, you go look at houses, and who would you use to look at houses? Well, who better than our good friend, Tommy Bannister of Circa Properties. Tommy Bannister <laughs> is providing you and your family with the opportunity to be in the home of your dreams. You like, you like that place on Soulard? Jazz, it's really nice, right? What about Chesterfield? Ooh, big yard. What about North County? Oh boy, basketball courts. Well, you need to get in contact with Tommy Bannister. Tommy Bannister has a 314 number, and I'm also certain that he also is on Facebook. You can probably go there and put his name into the search bar and find out additional information. Tommy Bannister of Circa Properties. Tommy, I am so sorry you did not pay for that. I am sorry we give you a free one. We'll give you a freebie on that one, Tommy. Oh, God. (sighs) Fair or foul is something we end the show with daily. It's a a segment where we give you a topic, then you email us regarding the topic. The email to email us, W-A-L as in wall. Okay. Like walnut. Hey, on that. Wall okay. at weareliveradio.com. Today's topic. What's Gardner, today's what is topic, it? Chris? I want Gardner to tell me about it because I don't quite understand. It okay. looks stupid. 
Uh, parents videoing themselves throwing cheese slices <laughs> in their babies' faces for laughs. Okay, so if you're yes. a cheese challenge, if you're yes. a parent, if you're a parent, have you done this? Please let me know. Um, I actually have a little video for you too. This is a fun media craze that apparently has taken over the internet. I don't know how it started, why it started, like most things on the internet, but it has turned let into this viral you. sensation, and people are laughing their ass off as they abuse their child. Real, real quick, this is going to turn into everything that it turns into, right? You're going to do a little digging and it's going to go, oh, a ring of pedophiles created this because it's some weird function that they're into. Remember that where we all put our cart favorite cartoon growing up as our profile picture and then it turns yeah. out people are like, pedophiles are identifying it to use blah, 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 whatever. So we're that's, gonna, gonna, I, I, I predict grave consequences. No, we're going to, yeah, certainly learn that this is Homeland Security's way of being able to get facial recognition on mm -hmm. babies. Mm -hmm. This is what I think it is. But let's take a look, see, at the new viral craze throwing slices of cheese on your baby's face. Watch out. Here oh, comes no. another smack in the face. Mm. Have you ever seen such a thing? I'm noticing Cheese a thing. getting thrown into the faces of toddlers. I'm noticing a thing. Oh, it's boy. all part of a bizarre mm. new cheese challenge. Oh, boy. Parents post videos of themselves flinging a slice of cheese at their kids. Oh, boy. <laughs> Some little ones think it's funny. <laughs> Some take the opportunity to eat it, Smart but some oh, no shit. startled and not so thrilled. <laughs> That's right, baby girl. The who the hell, why y'all laughing? started about a week ago by a Michigan dad who posted videos throwing cheese slices at his son, mm. Charlie. Oh, poor Charlie. Yeah, your therapy. That's interesting. Charlie's I noticed a theme about some of those videos. <laughs> what? What was it about that video that of parents throwing cheese on their faces? I didn't think about it until you all said that, something. That's interesting. I don't know what it could be. I guess? That is Can I guess? Yeah, please. Those cheeses appeared to have been purchased at a Trader Joe's or above Very uh, likely. grocery store. Hmm, um, interesting. There was no government cheese, if we want to play that game. <laughs> first of all, because yes. I know where you're going with this. Yes. First of all, if you hit anybody with government cheese, that child would have a concussion. <laughs> You'd have seats. TE the following morning, and secondly, ah! <laughs> Chris, camera three. What the hell is wrong with you white people? Why y'all throwing damn expensive ass cheese on your damn child? Now when your child grows up and throw your dumb ass into a home, you're going to be mad about it. Now you got to look at this damn video when he gets older, when he's a teenager, he's going through trauma. Ah, oh, man, I think my parents didn't love me growing up. And he sees the freaking viral challenge of you throwing a slice of cheese on his face. You should all be disgusted. Nothing but white people in that video. I'm really mad nothing, I didn't have a slice of cheese to was throw a, at him during that. That was a, like maybe an eight, one Asian parent and 14 white parents. We're going to start throwing cheese at you. If y'all throw boy, I will put it on a ham and rice yeah, sandwich. Will. And I will put some mayonnaise. We're not going to fight. Some You're not green gonna peppers fight and onion. I'm not going to fight y'all, but I will. I'll call the cops. Who's going to win that one? I ain't one? afraid to call the cops. We'll You're going to call the cops. I'm going to keep the cameras on. And this, yeah, I'm going to call them into the studio. Okay. Okay, good luck with that one. Did I'm you see that that last kid where it started? He it looked like at that point he was terrified of cheese. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. a good thing he, because he's learning. Like my dad keeps throwing this effing cheese at my face, and every time that you saw his face on that last one, and he's like, uh, like he's uncomfortable with it. He hates cheese. That's how you teach intolerance. Mm. That's how you become lactose intolerant. So you're saying basically we should throw racism on the faces of babies and that way they will know not to be racist when they get older. It's an interesting theory. Something to think about. But yeah, did you notice in the video that 
everyone's like, ah, oh, this is a great craze that everybody seems to love. Have you mm -hmm. noticed that the babies, while some did not get upset, most of them weren't laughing? Shouldn't we take that into consideration that the child I will say this, was it, not entertained whatsoever you, and that the parents were laughing a little bit too hard you, at food smacking against their child's face? Do you want a future where uh, the lunch lady's handing the sandwich? You know, she's got her plastic glove on. Here you go. And then the kid, ah! It's almost a PTSD yeah. situation. Well, do you want that? That, that, do you that want is that? true. You know how many Nobody snap necks you're going to have? Ah! Big cheese like is not going to like this. To the left. No. They're not going to like this. Big oh, Gary yeah. hates it. Mm. I bet they do. I wouldn't. And those babies. Our cheese squares that were processed and that might give your kid cancer were not intended to use that. Wait, isn't it this? Wait, like, what are these kids gonna think when they're older? You brought it up kind yes. of here, there, Travis. Yes. I mean, start with this, okay? You're throwing cheese at my face. You're laughing at me. The Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, God. Uh, you Wait, know, just <laughs> you treat me like this, and how am I supposed to treat you? How am I supposed to respect you? Right. As a parent, how am I supposed to do that? This is what the internet age has given us because how do you explain this to your child as they get older they're going to come across the challenge or they're going to be one time they're going to be in their class one day in their second Travis. and third grade and they're going to look to their friends like hey man can i ask you guys a weird question did your parents throw slices of cheese on your face for like six months and then there's going to be another kid across the table like yes my mom would often do it and there would always be cameras around like so there's going to be a collection of students around the world that are going to have these odd conversations where they're all going to ask, was there a What's generation of parents that yes. threw cheeses on our faces? And what parents are going to do to try and cover their asses is try to make it a tradition. <laughs> that is correct. Because that's how you cover your ass when yes. you lie. Or oh, you're honey, it was American uh, you know, cheese this is day. That's how we've in, already celebrated in our family. Yeah, this is steeped in tradition. Don't question that. <laughs> Don't question tradition. Now... Travis, I'm having trouble understanding why you don't appreciate this because in the upcoming race war you're trying to incite mm -hmm. through this broadcast, through I, this show, through our very billions of listeners, I am curious as to why you don't support things like this because those little white babies are going to be like, you know what, black folks, white people are weird. This is, this is very, that's a you good You know what, point. my parents cross the street when they see you coming, they used to hit me with cheese. This is a good recruiting tool. This is something I will definitely... Chestnut checkers, man. This this is a good point. That's a very good point. Wait, sorry. Chestnut blackgammon, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm. Look at that. That's good. It's even a week after Black History Month. I, I do think, though, this is a great recruiting tool to be able to show white Americans, y'all ain't got to be this for the rest of y'all life. Come on over to the black delegation, baby. Leave that all that unsalted food behind. Mm. Come join us where we don't throw cheese on Get our children. Get that blood pressure up for and fun I'm, reasons, man, not for cheese-scared But think about it, though. When your blood pressure is higher... Your jump shot is better. Uh, I'm not going to argue that science. You're going to argue that? You're going to argue that, Gardner? How's your jump shot these days? Exactly. I'm just what? saying. Higher blood pressure means you can knock down a 20-foot jump shot. Basketball's... basketball's How's your free throws? Free throws are pretty solid. About 75% from the free throw line. Not bad. I think I could take you in a free throw contest. Uh, okay. You we'll shoot see. a basketball all right? Like normal? Gardner? Okay. You're not one of these guys that's like, two-handed. Do you two no. hand shoot? Basketball is I would one like of those to learn things. that though. Please don't. Maybe it's because uh, I was imagine just... me going out in the playground doing a two-handed, like chest jump shot. Yes, and I've seen white men on black sure. basketball courts, and they've been robbed immediately following that pickup game. Mm -hmm. 
So please don't shoot with your... For all the smack talk mm -hmm. uh, and all the uh, athleticism mm -hmm. and uh, everything else, a classic post move gets you every time. For the love of God, every, man. One nobody, ball fake, take it to the hole. Nobody plays with their back to the one, basket anymore. This one is 2019, ball fake, man. It, which means I would dominate. You know well, no, nobody goes to the block anymore, Dimmon. Well, Those then I'll days take two are gone. Every time. I'll There's take no two need. every time. This is a positionless league, man. I you don't need a... We don't you need ain't a in the league, man. The, the move that still kills me. Oh, boy. In my, this is like... Ball fake, take it to the hole. When we're, we're uh, <laughs> younger. It's like 2007. And like, my friends... Uh, Shot fake, dribble, take it in. Like, all, all summer long, I'm hanging out with my friends Anthony and Wade. Anthony and I played baseball together as well, so we were traveling around playing baseball. But we would... You, I remember the first time we saw White Men Can't Jump. Oh, boy. And then we go to the playground, and we're playing basketball. Oh, and dear. Anthony would not stop doing that Wesley Snipes move where he pulls the ball one way and then goes back the other and turns around mm -hmm. for the jump shot. He wouldn't stop doing it after he sees Wesley Snipes do it mm -hmm. on White Men Can't Jump. Yeah. So I just stood back beyond three and started <laughs> trying to shoot. I was Billy Ho. How'd it go? Not so great. Nah. <laughs> What was the final score? I don't know. 16. Beat me all the time. He beat me in everything. Beat me in everything. <laughs> but that's why you need to come join the Black Devil. But I'll never forget the Wesley Snipes move because as soon as we saw that movie, he's trying to pull off the Wesley Snipes. Hmm. Fake one way, you know, really draw it out. Like, you're, like, like that move right there made no sense that Wesley Snipes did in White Men Can't Jump. Who, what are you going to do when the ball's all the way over here? But he really committed because 20 years later, Anthony evaded taxes for about 12 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think he's okay. Good for him. Uh, it's We Are Live. Thank you guys for tuning in live. Be sure to share this into your uh, streams to alert your coworkers of what you're actually doing while you're working. On today's show, we'll get into Make It Racist. One of my favorites, uh, Genius made up that segment. Oh, boy. Devil's Advocate. Hmm, that could be good. Stick around for that. That's going to be a lot of fun today because we're stepping it up today. We're raising the stakes today. We're making it a little bit personal for Devil's Advocate. We're going to get to the bottom of this. There's okay. a situation that took place here in St. Louis, and we are going to confront it playing today's Devil's Advocate. Let's jump into it. Yesterday, um, a vehicle made Shake Shack close briefly. Let's explain this. Let's go back a little a bit further. the car crashed into it. There's, the whole car. That is the end result. Now, that's the story of the day. The bigger picture here, though, is that Shake Shack mm. belongs in the neighborhood in which one Chris Gardner lives. Schemes. Uh, his lair is there, you could say. His... Uh, Palace of Terror. Now there I used would say. there used to be a popular bar in the CWE in St. Louis. Not that popular. That used to be posted where now Shake Shack is, and as everyone knows, Shake Shack is this incredibly popular burger place across the country. Uh, Danny Myers, St. Louisan created relatively Shake Shack. new, despite it having a St. Louis founder. Yeah, it's yeah. about maybe barely a year old, maybe a year and a half old now, and for the longest to protest its opening was, again, none other than Chris Wolford Gardner. And so yesterday, as Chris just reported, a vehicle ran into the door and windows of Shake Shack in the same neighborhood where Chris Gardner lives, where a bar he used to frequent 
formerly was. What's up with this cadence? Are you trying to pin him down as guilty? I'm not before? pinning anyone down. I'm saying that a car hit an establishment that Chris Gardner does not care for in his neighborhood. What are you trying to get at? Chris Gardner, I don't know if you've checked your mentions on social media recently. I have. But it appears most of St. Louis believes you're somehow responsible for that car being in front of Shake Shack. Mmm. Wow. It's That's quite an accusation. It's I'm assuming you have sources for this? Oh, I have multiple. When I do not reveal will sources. Will you cite them? Will I, you cite sources? I, I will. And then if I sue you, okay. will you stick by the fact that you have sources? I do. I will. I have sources. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I don't need to share my sources. I'm not no, you don't have to, to. But I do but, have sources. I mean, what happens when we find out you don't have sources? I mean, I don't know how you're going to discover that I don't have something. Send him mm. to Iran and tell him he's a journalist. Oh, that's a mm. good point. But the yeah. fact is, Mr. Gardner, <laughs> you need an advocate. And today, because I love you, yeah. I volunteer my services. We'll you volunteer tribute? Goes. I do. Today I will be the advocate for none other than C.W. Gardner. So we're going to play devil's advocate, and you're going to stand up for Chris Gardner, which means I have to be Shake Shack corporate. You do. You have to be, you have to be the St. Louis Police Department and Shake Shack corporate. So I'm just the, uh, I'm the, you're the defendant. And I am, I'm in. You're the, the accused. I'm Travis the, is running PR for me. Yes. You better get overconfident and lie. Here we go. Mr. Whenever Demi, we do that. We're ready to take questions whenever you are ready, guys. We're not doing that yet. Oh, okay. Did we're, you not look at the rundown? Did anyone look at... I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled up right here. Pulled up right here. Mm, boy. Still working out these kinks. Oh. Welcome to the Reimagine. Yeah. We are live. It's not hard. Just More of the not hard. Just you can just see it happening uh, and failing hard. in oh, real boy. time. But So that's who's going to be the we devil's advocate We will get there. Today. We will get there in the second segment. Well, now, Chris is going to... Be representing whom today? Uh, actress Kate Beckinsale. Oh boy, Kate Beckinsale, sister of the show, sort of, mm. kind of. Let's just say we've had one of her ex-boyfriends join us on this program. Her very, very young, yeah, very, very young ex-boyfriend join us here in St. Louis a few months back. So we're going to jump into that because. We're noticing a theme also with one Kate Beckinsale. And I'm not sitting up here saying that I'm hating. I'm just saying something's going on. And a lot of us have questions. So Chris Demon will be the advocate for one Kate Beckinsale now, today. When you get... So, okay, so your, devil's advocate, we are going to have a Shake Shack component. I forgot we don't have to have related issues on the correct Shake Shack. Okay, got it. Yes. Makes sense. We will go into your involvement further we got to talk about this local shake shack story yes devil's advocate will and also include it here's what i want to say to travis you better We've, be good today okay because um under advice from counsel i have no comment on this situation interesting mm. well, some would call that an, i kind an automatic of automatic admission i of feel guilt. like i'm gonna go trump here though i oh, feel like i can't really go you got to let me do my job, I man. I can't. Let me do my job. I man. just That's don't know if I can resist. For. This is what I'm here for, man. Let me do my job. I didn't do anything okay. wrong. I get I get where you're trying to go, but... You I'm fighting for uh, the fucking life! Okay, well, I see. I, I knew we shouldn't have done this interview. 
I knew it. Mm. I knew when we got up this morning, you were like, man, if I, I see Gail King, I'm going to hit her with a baseball bat. I knew right then that you were not in the right mindset for an interview today. Why did I, why did I put you in front of the camera? Mm-mm-mm. I guess that's my response. That's the appropriate way to respond to mm-hmm. any accusation. Yeah. Just get incredibly angry, incredibly defensive, red in the face. Yeah. Physically throw your arms around it in front of a woman. It works for Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Look, somebody should tell R. What's Kelly. What's Roy Moore doing? Remember him? He oh. was a real flash in the pan. But mm. I think somebody should Riding tell R. Kelly. Riding a horse and everything? Yeah, trying to ride a horse. Uh-huh. <laughs> we saw him. What is this? We a, saw him on what, the horse. What is this, a Tennessee walker? Don't you know I'm in Alabama? <laughs> the thing little, is, I little, think. Little horse humor for and you. And the there, funny Travis. thing about that. I'm more of a quarter man myself. And the funny thing about that. What does that, that mean, Travis? Uh, that means the horse got get. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get me, Gardner. I tried to get me, but I know my horses. Y'all ain't gonna sit up here in front of this show and pretend like I don't know my horses. Oh my God, Travis, you're gonna be freaked out. I'm gonna make you watch a YouTube video of a Tennessee walking horse, how they run. Mm-hmm. It's the most uh, obscene. How, why isn't it a Tennessee running horse? Then? Man, it is a very choppy ride. I'll just I think say. I've they have seen a very strange I've seen, gait. I've seen video. Well, uh, how would you, with two hands, how mm-hmm. would you uh, mimic how they go? Oh, that's pretty good. See? I know my horses. Wait, wait, hold on. Let's get a close-up of that yeah. one. Tennessee walking horse. There you go. You know what? And they, their butt shakes. It's yeah, weird. their butt shakes. It's like, yeah, it's like little J-Lo when she's on the dance floor. Derek so, Dockett, yeah. take note. Damn it. Where have you seen a Tennessee walking horse? Maybe because I have family that lives in Tennessee. Hmm. You don't strike <laughs> me as the farming type. I'm not. They are. <laughs> what are you talking about? By choice? I'm city folk. Hey, yeah, man, okay. I'll be going down there. They ain't got no damn Wi-Fi. They ain't got Chromebook on their laptops. I'm just like, ew. People are in the 80s. Yuck. Yeah, Maybe. you're technically county folk. I only choose that because it's safe communities and great okay. schools. Okay. All right. So... Where were we, Gardner? You had us uh, heading down some kind of a weird path. Uh, I distracted you uh, from having to make comments on Shake Shack. Shake Shack. So yesterday, yeah, here in St. Louis, right? And of course, it stopped the news in its tracks. No, no not the boy. Do we love hating murders. ourselves? No, not the yeah. new businesses opening up near the landing. Can you imagine if something would have happened to IKEA. Mm. Oh my God, they would have had copters over it. Mm. We literally got news alerts on our phones about Shake Shack being hit by a car. Camel X would have sent Captain Roger Brand just to circle that for three hours. By the way, no one was hurt. Uh, and yes, the person who... I'd like who... to report my, uh, my burger and fries is not, is not available. They were... Second cut. It is not available. Car has ran through the building. I'm still hungry. Not available. I, no, I went by there last night to see how my handiwork... Um, oh, just to oh see boy. Um, what Walk was going back. on. Walk it back. And they were open again. They were open last night. They Are they known for they their had efficiency? Like, someone had boarded it up, and they had like a wood door already set, like a nice wood door with Damn. Like glass panel and everything. They hired some good A wood company. door with glass panel? Yeah. Damn, that's fancy. They put it in like an hour's. They're fine. No, I don't feel bad for them. I didn't read too I mean, they're the ones who, you know. Uh oh, here we go. Put their establishment oh, no. okay, on hollowed ground. Gardner, we got to stop by your head. On the oh. ghost. Oh, no. Of 34 Club. Oh, no, here we go. I mean, that's not my problem. Oh, they chose to put their establishment oh, don't do this. Don't do this. on those grounds. Oh, no, pull back. I mean, just because it's haunted and oh, it might be no, cursed. Oh, no, God, no, God, we're trying to get the public. That's not my problem. I mean, oh, you knew, knew that going in. Back it up, Gardner, please. And so things like that might happen. Oh, no. It just might happen. So would you say you're you're proud to be 
An American? No, I hate Lee Greenwood. Would you I, say, that's strong. Are you proud to be uh, associated with or at least alleged to be part of this attack on Shake Shack? It's can, a private can, entity. Can, uh, sir, sir, first off, please, if you have any questions, oh, okay, we're playing please save later. it for later. Please. Okay, so let's get okay. to the, okay, okay. To the okay. fake Thanks. news Now, now here's, here's one thing that people have brought up on social media. I don't... I mean, this is prejudicial, oh, I think. Is one thing is prejudicial. I'm going to show you something. That's yeah, a, it's a tweet someone pointed out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. A tweet that three one rest in peace thirty four club. Enjoy your luxury condos in Shake Shack, St. Louis. You won't say that on the show. Hashtag gentrification. Oh, Looks wow. like it's from a C. William Gartner. Yeah, on so you uh, tried to, February twenty second, two thousand sixteen. Mm. You tried to Adrian Broner this. You mm. tried to bring the culture in on your war. Whenever you haven't been supporting the smart culture. Smart play. It was nice. It was mm-hmm. a smart play. I get why he played. Yeah, I hate gentrification too. Whenever really Gardner's just mad, he's got one less place to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that could change soon. Mm. I don't know if I don't know if I want to say anything. About I haven't had Shake Shack. I'll be completely honest with you. I've been wanting to stop I by, but not really. I don't. I've been in there. I, look, is it? Why, why? I've been in there. Why would I do this to an establishment yeah. I go to? Interesting. Interesting. Sounds like it doesn't a, make sense. It's not like I went there several times to set something up for right. the future. No, this is just what kind you... of maniacal, <laughs> conniving person would do that? Gardner, we have uh, <laughs> we have video of you going in City Hall and requesting blueprints mm. for the huh for the area. Mm-hmm. And it actually, we found it, it in the notes. It said best place to hit with moving vehicle with an arrow pointing to the front door. You should have thrown that one away. Fake news. That's weird. I will say that the person who did hit Shake Shack did not have expired plates. So Illinois plates? People were wondering Illinois plates? Whether it was it probably. Yeah. Was it, by the way, were they black? I don't know. Looks like a I mean, it could Look like a what, Chris? Vehicle. Look like what kind of? Let's can you put that picture back up, Gordon? Is that possible? I yeah, what, me let me tell you something. If it was if it was white people, they'd have been on the front page. I feel like in this instance, I think if it was a brother, I don't I think so. Like, okay, look at the damage. Is that Do oil? Wanna... I'd imagine that's in front of it. Yeah. And the way it was a chocolate shake. Oh, it went out. What? Yeah, looking I'm at the beer you, vehicle. I'm telling you, I'll, oh, I'll bet heavy on black. Man, I am. See, you don't want to be wrong. Is that a is that a mercury? Mercury? <laughs> is it a mercury? Mercury. It looks like that was. It looks. It was. You gonna give it to me? <clears throat> there's a seventy percent chance that it's absolutely a black person. <laughs> Clip that off. I'd like that to be after everything. Shake, shake. Seventy percent chance. Can I? Can I express some concern for the folks that hit it? Uh, it would be in the headlines. It would say drunk driver did. So apparently, you know, it just something crazy happened, right? I will express sympathy for the drivers of this at uh, the age of 16. I was driving my uh, Monte Carlo Z34. It's a sport package. Rich boy. Uh, obviously. No, it was, mm. it was not. It had a six-disc changer, though. Nice. That's pretty sweet. That's a lot Either of way, dicks. driving <laughs> six-disc changer. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> Bought it in Van Nuys, California. You stupid idiot. (laughs) So at the age of 16, I'm driving back with my uh, high school sweetheart. And uh, I'm in an area, I don't know, in between my town and north of what was once called Flat River. 
and uh, I'm driving and I check the mirror. I didn't do the over the shoulder and I go, I start to get into another lane because there's an off ramp coming up and I didn't see a transport van coming up. It was an ambulance transport oh van my. coming up and I whipped it back over. They freaked out. They, they cut in across. They get, uh, they hit the front of my vehicle. We're doing like 60 miles an hour and they were passing me, which I think I could have taken it to court. Don't oh you, Gardner? Here we go. It's like, hey, you didn't have your lights on. That's illegal. Here we go. See, I got the dream team thought process. So had that happen, they go, I kind of spin out, end up going down the road. They rolled down the embankment. Everybody was fine. Uh, no real injuries. It was scary, whatever. Uh, so apparently there was a woman, an elderly woman, being transported in the van. So this is already embarrassing, right? It's already embarrassing. I, I'm 16. You know, everything's my fault, of course. You know, all that stuff. We, uh, everything, no one even really knew about it. This was before social media really was anything. Oh, and then the local paper gets a hold of it. Okay? Oh, no. Reporting on an accident. That's fine. That's understandable. They go, and in the uh, story, there's a photo of the ambulance van. It's a transport van, right? And everything's fine. It's like everybody was fine. This is a minor fender bender. But upon reaching the ambulance van, the authorities found the transport woman hanging upside down. <laughs> so this goes... I've heard this one. He never wanted to tell us this one. I have to. Where's it? This is worse. JPD of the newspaper. Oh, article. it's terrifying. This is worse than Jeff Jones <laughs> blowing up a blind man. <laughs> Could have been way worse, guys. So let, let me get this straight. Oh, great. 60-year-old Chris. 16. Riding Cru around. Along with my girlfriend. With a hottie. Your ass feeling yourself. <laughs> Go at 60 miles per hour down probably the highway. Had, probably had my Letterman jacket. I'm on. almost certain you did. Yeah. Hair probably spiked up to size, the T. Size 34 jeans. Nice mm. highlights. Feeling good about life. Mm -hmm. You dumb ass. Don't dunk, check your blind dunk, spot. Could dunk on command. <laughs> yes, you could. Mm -hmm. And then you... And I like how you're just glossing over the fact that you flipped over... A transport vehicle, <laughs> and then it slid down the embankment, and you keep emphasizing. Everybody was fine. Everybody was fine. Everyone was fine. Motherfucker, you wasn't in the damn transport van. You didn't flip over down she an was, embankment. She was strapped in. <laughs> and then, when the authorities arrived, mm -hmm. they opened the van up, <laughs> and from the ceiling is this is hanging this old white woman. Help, dear! Stop it. Help me, dear! She was, she was fine. So Help me, not on the way, dear! <laughs> Chris Deadman killing old white women. She didn't die. She was fine. Because Since you 2002. Know why, you know why I know? This was 2000. This is the year 2000. This is the year 2000. So I just, I'd probably had my license six months, right? Not even. So here's how I know she was fine and oh, moved forward. Uh, said um, high school girlfriend was uh, very philanthropic. She would volunteer places at times. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Did she? She devoted some time to an old folk. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, don't tell me. She's playing some games and doing what, you know, uh, 
successful future folks do, right? She's helping out, and if I remember correctly, I got a crying phone call, and I had a cell phone with a shiny front to it. You know, okay. those. yeah. Thanks, mom and dad. And uh, she's bawling, and I'm like, "What the hell? What's wrong?" You know, blah blah blah. This old lady just screamed at me and told me she hated me. She remembered. Because she goes, because the girl, if I believe, if I remember correctly, the girl did the math and she goes, oh my gosh, how crazy is this? Uh, my boyfriend was driving the vehicle that you were involved in no. and the lady was not understanding. <laughs> of course she wasn't understanding. What kind of shit is Chris Dimmer, you ran the woman off the road. They shouldn't have been speeding. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, I, my apologies to Jeff Jones. No. You're no longer no. the worst person in the world. That has now been taken up by my lovely co-host, Chris Denman, who ran an old white woman off the road who was still so pissed off that when he saw his a girlfriend. A year later. A, year, a later. year later saw his girlfriend. You could go to hell. <laughs> Not happy. I miss bingo for that. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, we my have, God. We have failed as people. Mm. We have absolutely failed as people. What did JPD have to say about any of this? I was glad I was uh, healthy. But she didn't. She was like, shoot, that old lady ain't your fault, baby. Oh, that poor white woman. Is she still alive? I would guess not. <clears throat> you killed a white woman, Chris. <laughs> and you've been hiding this from me, man. Had I known this, I would have invited you to the meetings a long time ago. Guys, guys, guys. He's got major street cred. Literal oh. street cred. Highway cred, even. <laughs> I'm just envisioning. And they never put the sign back up. There's a sign. I took out a sign. And they never put it back up. I'm imagining. Just, oh, and can I'm you imagine, like a Cirque du Soleil thing where like they just open up the ambulance doors and there she is, like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, just trying not to hit the I don't, Quite frankly, I don't think it's funny. <laughs> Chris left the dangling white woman in a transport. I didn't know she was dangling. He was it's like, Chris, I just want to see her like Tom I don't find it to be funny. She's swimming in the air. Oh, man. Oh, I wish social media was big back then. I would have loved a photo. I would have been off. I wouldn't have got off. I would have got off scot free. But of course, <laughs> the loudest mouth friend of mine who was uh, very funny found out and he goes, Whoa. <laughs> Freaking the Daily Journal sold me out. They mentioned your name? Uh, probably. I mean, I think so. Um, well, I don't know. Can you if it's a minor? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think you can. Think if there's can. a, it's, it, it's probably sure. public information. Yeah. That is outstanding, man. This was the year 2000. Would have been. Do you oh. know what month? No, I can find out. I know what month. Okay. Uh, let's so you, see if we can find this newspaper. Yeah, right. let's see if we can find the story of Chris Dedman. Almost, man. Had I known this, I would have made you general at my cock form. Um, our friend Matt McElrath uh, mm -hmm. does the video over, and our friends at Gaslight uh, asks which come carries more weight: street cred or highway cred? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my guy, Chris. Well, you know what they say: life, life is. Oh no, no. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Mm -hmm.
Almost wasn't for her. Oh, Chris. Ah, Chris. How was she dangling upside down? Strapped in. Can you imagine that? Here, and I'm mortified, by the way. By the way, just like those had chickens a, that they hang up in Chinatown. Yeah. You're I mean, that's a really, I don't see why you Careful need to make that going correlation. With China. Yeah, <laughs> you've had a rough start. Calm down there, buddy. So, good point. so, huh, yeah. So, now you know. Shake Shack uh, driver, don't feel too bad. <sighs> no one was hurt, so that's why we're making jokes about the story. No, not a... It wasn't an Which old we shouldn't have to explain. From. Do if we know t- that? If you're tuned into this. Ah, I'm not going to be completely honest with you. I didn't read the story. By Maybe the way. Yeah. Okay. Heard. I it, don't know. Sure. Let's stop explaining ourselves. If people are tuned in, they're walnuts. They get it. Yeah. It's your own fault. You're part of the problem if you're tuned in. If you're laughing at that, which you should be. Yeah, you're just enabling us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really are. It's kind just, of your fault. I need yeah. to get that off my chest. I, I feel like you all aren't taking enough that responsibility. That poor old white lady couldn't get it off her chest. Oh, Help! <laughs> You know what? How terrified is that old lady? Well, She's in a transport vehicle. Yes. This is supposed to help yes. her. Why wouldn't she be happy? <laughs> and instead, she ends up in a worse situation. <laughs> she survived the Great Depression. She survived the Dust Bowl. She survived World War One and Two. The race riots the at race Fairground Park. Uh, she survived all of that. And then some nutbag of a teenager <laughs> who can't drive worth a shit comes along. Knocks her. Oh, everybody was fine. Sure, it flipped into an embankment and an old white lady was hanging upside down. But I can assure you, everyone was fine. You are, you sir, are a jerk. You're an ass. And if if I didn't need another job, I would say, sir, leave this set now. I like how Chris, when he said everybody was fine, he did the hand move. He did the hand move. He got the hand on front. Everybody was fine. He wasn't even allowing us to react. That was it's okay. My sleeves are even rolled up. It's okay. You're in storm mode. Yes, you are. Like he literally went like into like it was going to be. Look, I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking that I probably murdered an old white lady. But before you jump <laughs> to that sincere conclusion. Movie, if it was a movie, the sign would have been to- like just toppling onto my hood. And then you, I would have looked over and the lady would have been ah, up and down. And then it would have freeze framed and went, you're probably wondering what's happened here. <laughs> I like you, but you cannot tell me. And I, I know the drivers in that vehicle had to have a little chuckle. There had to be a little chuckle. They had to be like, "Cause the lady good? was upside down." Everybody good? And then they open the door, and there's Gertrude just swimming in there. You know how huh? I know? You know how I know that, that it's okay to stop uh, acting like you can swim. Right? <laughs> no, I just, you that's see about me? How he you swims. see me? Yeah. Like I'm flying? Yeah, you, yeah that's not gonna <laughs> work. Is that how you swim? <sighs> so this is—it's now fair to make an assumption about men in general. I'll go ahead and just admit that. The reaction and the laughing and the voice that he did was the exact same reaction that once my 15 and 16 and 17 year old friends found out about the thing in 2000 did. They did the exact thing you did. I was dead serious. I was like, guys, it is not funny. It is upsetting. She could have died. And they were like, oh no, what's happening? (laughs) My teeth. Grab my teeth. How, How old were you? 16. Yeah, it's because we're all jerks when yeah, we're that age. Yeah, when you're 16, you're just... Not me. I felt the, horrible. Mm. You felt horrible. horrible. Chris, you... Oh, put yourself in... I didn't think it was quite... Chris, what if it was a friend of yours? Would you have reacted like your friends did to I you? I was kind of a puss. <laughs> <laughs> Chris didn't act like it. He knew it was funny. 
because he knows what it's he looked It's hilarious. Up. I'll give you that. <laughs> if it was in an American Pie film, yes, mm-hmm. I would have. I would have laughed that's, very hard. What <laughs> made you go with Gertrude, <laughs> Travis? <laughs> I just feel like she probably was. He's, he's racist. Oh, Gertie. Oh, Gertz. Mm-hmm. Oh, goody, goody, Gertz. Mm-hmm. Goody, goody, Gertz. Huh. You know what? But she was an old white woman, and this was around the Farmington area, no. so she probably was racist. So now as Travis head. is just. So now okay. I'm just starting to realize what's going on here. She probably said the N word a few times in her life, and this is God's that, way of showing she, you. That, if look, you say words, you deserve to be hit. I, right? I'm just, you deserve to be hung up in the ambulance, oh, maybe. Boy. But she survived. You just told me a year later See? that your ex girlfriend saw her, and she was mad. Do you know what she said to your? Ex? It was cussing and like she was. It was real vitriolic. Like it was like unnecessary. I would like to know what the words were. I will not contact the uh, <laughs> the young lady I please dated in high can school. Can we please yeah. contact her? Bring her on the show. Uh, no. I would. I would like to. Okay, so what paper was this that had the story? Listen, oh, this is great. Drop it. You said drop it. <laughs> I can tell. But he's doing his research. He's, he is doing his research, which I had for. Drop it. That's for. what they had to say to Gertrude, and they're trying to get her down. <laughs> Just got the snaps. She was probably hanging like. Drop her. She was probably um, hanging like Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Some old guy walks in and kisses her while she's upside down. <laughs> Proud of yourselves? <laughs> I guess this is what Jack meant when he said never let go. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Where is the Hope Diamond? That would have been my first thing I would have said when I opened that ambulance. Billy door. Fat Pants. So we've got the Facebook Live feed going, and uh, Billy Fat Pants text or uh, messaging us. Poor Doris had her bloomers on display. <laughs> For all the world to see. Doris Bloomer. I am a married woman. Uh, my buddy Josh. I feel like the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> what do old people say when they're... What do you have, <laughs> What do old people say when they're caught in a conniption? What's, what, are, what are the phrases they... I'm like the Lindbergh baby. What do you say? What do old people she's say? Not, she's by the die. T- <laughs> she's not kidnapped. By the toes of President Roosevelt. <laughs> How about this? Our but my buddy Josh, who grew up. Well, with I'll me. be the teapot dome scandal. <laughs> I'm like FDR. I can't walk. You want another? Oh. You want another? Uh, Not too soon. You want another one? <laughs> Did this ever happen to you guys? And maybe this happened because it's where we were. My buddy Josh reminding me I was in his car. I would have been 14 whenever he got his license. Remember the close call we had on on Highway 67 when I had just turned 16, cruising in the shadow. A uh, a man who is at fault, pulled over. We freaked out, pulled over, and then he threatened to kill us <laughs> on the side of the oh. road. And upon further review, he was dead wrong and just saw some young kids and came after us. You guys ever had that? What the hell? Y'all stories are just threatened to kill us. I have not had that happen. We're going to have we're gonna have the Hick miniseries mm. presented by Chris Denman, <laughs> where you just tell all your hillbilly stories yeah. about you growing up on a farm because, and how and white so men attempted small. to murder you oh, and you murdering old white got, women. Didn't you guys ever, did you guys ride your bikes as a kid around town? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get chased? Like, that was a thing. That was a thing. Cars would chase you. It, retrospective, probably dropouts or 16 to 18 uh-huh. year olds screwing with you. But this is like Gina Dawn Brooks was abducted. That was a thing south of Farmington where I grew up. All these things. Every time we would ride our bikes, 
probably one out of three times, I would say we got chased by some sort of vehicle. One out of three. That's, that's a high percentage. That's a very that's high high percentage. Uh, I've had that happen, but not that high of a percentage. I'm telling you, and we were not bad kids. It, was, it normally was someone like in high school or something that was driving their IROC Z or something along those lines. But 30, like 33%. That's a high percentage, man. That's a lot of cars chasing y'all dumbasses around town. Yeah. That's bad. What, do they have nothing else to do that day? Do people oh, not go how, to work? You can't, you can't abduct kids if you don't give it a try. That's fair. <laughs> what? What the hell else are they doing? When's it, have you ever chased children on a bike? Never. Why, Why would, would cars drive at you if, if they weren't? I, so you think they were basically, yes. it was a practice run? Yes. See how quickly I can get into a position to kidnap a child. Mm-hmm. Okay, that kind of does make sense. It could be. It makes sense. It does make sense. It does. Make but if it's sense. happening that often... It's probably just asses. I would hope so, unless you just live You'd in the biggest so. Yeah. So. serial killer capital in America. We've got Maybe some. We don't uh, know about it. Right. Send Doyle uh, Murphy down there to do point. some investigative work. Doyle Maybe, does do a little work. Maybe that old white woman again. was a witness to a crime, and Chris tried to subconsciously run off the road. knew it. What an ass! Wow. How about this? From hmm. um, let's see, we've got a few different comments regarding Shake Shack, oh boy. Break Shack. B-R-A-A-K, mm-hmm. B-R-A-K-E, Break Shack. Nah, you can't top that. How do you feel about that? You like Break Shack as a headline? Um, that definitely works with the, you have to have the right picture. Mm-hmm. You go with that, you have the right picture, and it's fine. <clears throat> okay. I would maybe even do a little Photoshopping with it, though. Okay. That makes sense. So are we saying this was, this was officially sabotage, or we'll discuss that more in the second segment? Um, accusations are there. We'll address it more uh, when we get to Devil's Advocate. You ain't, you ain't got to. You ain't got to worry about it, man. I'm here to take care of you. Oh, I do worry about. Oh it. boy. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah. uh, good time for me to let you know that Gateway Powder Coating is a great sponsor of ours here on We Are Live. You can check them out. They're out in O'Fallon, but they serve the entire Midwest and St. Louis area. That's GatewayPowderCoat.com for the website to see all of their wonderful capabilities. Fast, durable affordable. Mark and the guys work very, very diligently on your behalf. I've told you 20 times now, and it's about to be nice this weekend, 60 degree high here in St. Louis, Missouri. Your furniture cannot be rusty. If you're having your aunt that was somehow involved in an ambulance accident 20 years ago, she can't be sitting upside down in a rusty chair. She doesn't want to look at your rusty smoker. Make sure you take it to Gateway Powder Coat and get that work done for long-lasting help with your different metals around the house, everybody. Boys and girls, yesterday we talked about a story that uh, is galvanized or I guess caught the attention of the national public uh, when there's a major celebrity, major scandal, and social media and makes for the perfect storm of an American story. And that, of course... Didn't get enough of this yesterday, huh, guys? Man, well, we only were able to get some of the excerpts. We got some of the play because the live interview or the interview... Uh, was actually taking place while we were recording yesterday. But now we have some of the comments, the quotes uh, Mm. of R. Kelly and his interview with Gail King and CBS Morning News. And let's just say, um, I don't think Mr. Kelly did much for his defense. Uh, Surprisingly, after those interviews, he was immediately arrested on (laughs) unpaid child support to the tune of a hundred and $61,000, meaning Mr. Robert Kelly remains in custody in Chicago Police Department uh, for unpaid child support. Here's a, 
an extended clip that has some of what we listened to yesterday, but then a little bit more. Some, some important more. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> there you go. Play that beautiful bean footage. I think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all Robert, quit playing. Quit playing. Robert, I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Mm. Y'all killing me with this I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. Are y'all trying to kill me? You're killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. That may not have been the right. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. I hope this camera keep going. No, we're going to let the camera keep going. This is not true. This is not, doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me we're going to destroy your career. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. It's real young girls out there being abducted, being raped, okay? They really are on chains. They really do have chains on their on their wrists, and they can't get out. Robert, and they're ending up buried in. Deep. Robert, we have to have a conversation. This is really, not I, me. I don't want you just ranting at the camera. Okay, I, think I came here for them to hear me okay, talk. But I need help. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. Yes. What kind of help? I need somebody to help me oh not have a big heart. Oh, well, that's Because just... my heart is so big. Oh, well, of course. People betray me, and I keep forgiving them. You sound mm. like you're playing the victim here. You sound like R. Kelly. You do. When I listen to you, I'm it just does sound the like truth. you're playing the victim I'm card. just telling the truth. And the reason I'm emotional, Robert, and I apologize you... for that, no, is no, because no, this no. is the first time I was able to, to say speak. something. Yeah. I've said nothing. Um... Yeah, that was uh, the most pathetic performance I've ever seen from a celebrity in my entire Wait, life. Can we again just bring up how when he is doing that, it's almost in song. There's a there's a there's a rhythm to his uh, bellowing. Man, there. When you grow up, man. When you grow up in the someone's church, gonna make a remix. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that will yeah. if it hasn't been done already. Yeah. It will happen by the end of the week. By the I, way, that big heart, a doctor would be good for that. Yes, it could you be would heart probably disease. Probably want to see a doctor. Yeah. I thought, I don't know, I'm, I really do want to get you guys the opinion on this as we come to the, the top of our segment, but I, from my vantage point, and I think we've all have been around people who we know have done something, and not to the extent of what R. Kelly obviously is accused of, but we have friends or even coworkers who we know did something they weren't supposed to do, and when they have been confronted about it, they have reacted very similarly to what R. Kelly just reacted like in that interview with Gail King. I he just you can even just take it down to something not so serious, and you could say when you each of us has been wrong more important or more noticeable in children, like when you would see like a child yes. that's not ready to do it. I've done it. I've we've all done it. You've done it. Gardner's done. It, I'm sure at some point we've all done some version of this. Yeah, everyone at it, some point everybody has caught that their hand in the cookie jar, smells it, and goes, "This is really just." Ugh. And also, again, 
there are millions of instances of people being wrongly accused, stuff like that. But whenever the same things keep coming up over and over and over. His reaction is childlike. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And I know we're dealing with uncomfortable right. situations right. of underage people, but it, it really is. Mm-hmm. His reaction is immature. Very. And, I, and like, it's pretty easy to read. It, and that's the thing that really was troubling about it. It's that... You chose you chose to do this interview. I would have taken a little bit more time to maybe do some prep, to have some prepared answers, but it looked as if R. Kelly bogarted his attorneys, bogarted his no, PR people. And I, all I really want is the truth. Well, and I think and ultimately... That's who you are. That's who this guy and is. And that's who he is. You're exactly so right. And so, yeah, so to that point, it served the... I think it served the victims well in that mm-hmm. now you see what we're talking about. Now the world sees how easily it is to set off R. Kelly. And someone made a good point I read on Twitter that if he can react like this on national TV in front of Gail King, imagine how R. Kelly is reacting behind the scenes when there aren't the cameras around, when there isn't the publicists around. Like if this guy can be that Only out of control. Only if he weren't, damn, if he were Billy McFarlane, he just mm. would have a guy recording him. Yeah. The entire time. And we, that probably would have been know. the best bet. And I think, and I, and I really, I, I mean this, I, I want people to kind of understand this when I say this. I thought it was incredibly intelligent to have Gail King, a black woman, do that interview. I don't, I think if it was Nora O'Donnell, it, if, there was a, if there was a white woman or white man. Well, it gives I, you wiggle room. It does. And I think with Gail King, black woman who knows R. Kelly's history, who knows his story, who knows the community, who knows how black women in these situations have been treated. She called him Robert over She called him Robert, yes. And I noticed that. And that, for me, I thought was brilliantly played. And R. Kelly couldn't dance around that. She almost, it was almost like an older aunt who was like, now nah, boy, come on now. Robert. Now Robert, now Robert. 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 Right. And so. It even I, had that tone. And I think because it was Gail King and you she know why? had that. Because he was displaying immature behavior. Yes. And not only that, and I think that, and I think because Gail King was just so poised, poised, and didn't move, R. Kelly kept elevating his well, emotions, mm-hmm. got more, get higher, and, and that's every- why it felt childlike. Yes. Yeah. he was he was transported back to him purposely yeah. running in a woman off the road, and then his mom or his aunt <laughs> confronting him, and him having nowhere to go. I, I, I look if I am the prosecutor, the DA, boy oh boy. I doubt that I have anything from that interview that I can specifically use as evidence against R. Kelly. But yeah, if you're I mean, not playing not... a portion of that video at the in your closing argument, you're not doing your job. You absolutely don't play tell attorneys least. how to do their job. Oh, that's very true. I have. This isn't Twitter. That's also true. <laughs> but um, my favorite response. Yeah. You're not on effing law and order, buddy, okay? My favorite response on Twitter or whatever else is, like, say you have a lawyer that would speak up and say something, somebody would respond with, you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he probably has a decent idea. If you don't make a meme and show that in your closing argument, you aren't yeah. doing your job as an attorney. Do your research. Uh, send us some text, 314-669-1431. What we'll do is take a break. Let Gardner get him a smoke. Look at the coloration on Gardner. Gardner, can we get a Gardner <laughs> Look cam? Look at the excitement. How is the... Uh, how, how are you holding up over there? Is it nicotine time? Good, yeah. Tell the walnuts how you feel. 
I feel like I need a smoke. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. It's We Are Live. Happy Thursday, everybody. Walnuts! We've got, uh, lots Walnuts! of fun in the second segment. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you. Keep subscribing. Subscribe. Review us. Do all that good stuff. We love all the support and all the help. Thanks to Tech Electronics again for the wonderful studio setup. And uh, we'll take a quick break and be right back on the thank other you, side. Thank you, Jesus!